Everybody and welcome to the Anime Boomer Podcast. This is episode number five, featuring Dimitri Monroe. How is everyone doing? We just launched the latest episode yesterday. Well, at least on YouTube, anyway. It was on the podcast feed on Tuesday. That was our episode with Yellow Flash. Very proud, very excited that it's been doing fantastically on YouTube right now. And actually, I am wrong, because this is episode number four. I'm jumping ahead of myself. I can't count worth a shit. That is what is going on. That is what is going on today. So, yes, I was Welcome incorrect. Welcome to the Wii podcast. Obviously, we were ma- failing at math, because we do a Wii Boo podcast. We watch too much. We watch happy, so Mom. much fucking anime. Watch so much fucking anime that we can no longer do math. It has been pushed out of our brains. This is episode <laughs> number four. See, I- I've already started off on a bad foot. <laughs> I've already fucked it up. I've completely messed up the entire show already from the word go. So how are you doing, Spooky? It's better this way. Hello. I also can do math. I think I felt it twice in high school. Hello. Well, I got an F one time and then I got a D. So hello. (laughs) And our guest today, like I said, is Dimitri Monroe. Introduce yourself to the audience. Um, I'm Dimitri Monroe. I upload YouTube videos and uh, make shit posts on Twitter. And that's about the extent of my online career. Based. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what really got you into anime? Me? Um, I mean, like, I, I think it's like most people. It's funny because I actually completely forgot that your your intro was Vegas XLR because that was the first I was asking you should... whether we should do it. I, you were one yeah, of the people yeah, I told. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what I was about to say. That was the first thing she told me about. And I was like, all right, well, that's a good sales pitch already. Because um, we dig giant robots. Yeah, I mean, it's a good start, like I said. Uh, Toonami's mostly how I got into it as a kid. Um, and then, like, again, it, like, mine's very standard. And then I was, like, on YouTube, and I typed in, like, anime, and I started watching Harhai Suzumiya, or Lucky Star, on YouTube, you know, part one of, like, 30, with, like, Spanish subtitles or something. <laughs> um, it's pretty much just been downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man of many talents. What a way to get in on anime is having to deal with the Endless 8 right off the bat. <laughs> to be fair, Endless 8 was not out at that time, I believe. It's still season one. That was like 2010-ish? Yeah. 20, 2009? I don't... It was like pretty... It was after the big Haruhi hype, which was like... Mm-hmm. That was 2007 to 2008, I believe. Dude, I think the best encapsulation of like that time of anime was Lucky Star. Like, Lucky Star just is... What I love—it's perfect yeah, I, I love culture, I think, uh, during that time. <laughs> yeah, and even now, because um, right now I'm learning Japanese. Um, and one of the things I do for immersion is just leave anime on, and like I leave Lucky Star on a lot because it's like very simple slice of life. So the words are, you know, very common things that I already understand. Um, I really like Lucky Star. I, I can rewatch Lucky Star 
yeah i could rewatch that anime so many times like it because i mean it's so nostalgic and it's like i think it's one of the best slice of life animes up there next to azamanga daya i think azamanga daya mm-hmm. beats it a little bit because i think azamanga daya is not super dated i think because mm-hmm. a lot of the jokes still work that's where like my waifu comes from <laughs> yeah that's right oh, from yeah, azamanga daya yeah <laughs> I've never, I've never watched the show, but I've seen that clip for. Should, I mean, you should definitely time. watch it. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I, I really do need to get into more anime. That's one of the reasons I'm enjoying um, learning Japanese now because it's allowing me to watch like a bunch of slice of life stuff that I've just never touched. I used to have uh, Osaka's "Oh my god" on my soundboard. I don't know where it is right now though. It's just a perfect reaction. I th- that's Jontron's favorite anime, I think, too, is Azumai Gadaio, if I recall correctly. So, I mean, it's it's really good. There's a lot of, like, early 2000s anime, which doesn't really get talked about as much. Excuse me. Doesn't really get talked about as much because uh, a lot of the Gen Z ears are coming in. And their first anime is, like, stuff like Demon Slayer. And, you know, they're watching, like, Shonen stuff. My Hero Academia. My Hero Lamedankia, yeah. <laughs> Dang, danky ding dong uh oh that we got like a subject to talk about my hero yes actually. we do there is a shitstorm brewing in the my hero academia community over something that the character mineta who's the the purple guy with like oh the, i'm sorry what, what do you call it stuff like grape or something like that as a superhero name he's got the ball the, yeah yeah grape pad <laughs> he's got the purple he balls that balls. like stick to shit <laughs> yeah he's got, he throws his balls at people but there is a mm. controversy because the last uh, the last manga chapter of My Hero Academia had Mineta profess his undying and eternal adoration of Midoriya, Deku. And Simp. yeah, he's simping, he's simping for Deku. And the shitstorm <laughs> is over the translation of mm-hmm. exactly what Mineta said uh, because they're trying to portray it as Mineta basically saying he wants to bang Deku. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it seems more in context like he was saying that he was fanboying over Deku, that he's like, you know, like kind of like how how Midoriya loved All Might, you know, he's like, so cool and so badass. And yeah. So I think that's what Horikoshi was trying to imply that Mineta was like fanboying over how cool that Midoriya was like even though he was like this tough dude he was also like you know crying all the time and very emotional and like Mineta identified with that but the controversy is over the fact that Mineta throughout the series has been this guy that has been like super womanizing like commenting yeah. on girls butts and boobs and, and trying he's to... ugly too that's right. the worst that's the real part. problem that these people have let's be honest yeah that's it um, like because because he's an ugly character he can't be gay but i would rather my you know hot sexy anime boy character be gay so i can live vicariously my, through it my watching ooh, them soft kiss. peen yeah, yeah. Ooh, soft peen <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah here's a here's an example of, of an article this is uh from polygon yikes my hero academia's most hated character might be its first bisexual Yikes. That's a way to start a headline. What's also funny about this is there's already a canon bisexual in the fucking anime, so Who is shows it? how much um it's that one girl with the knife, I think. I don't watch my academia. Oh though the stabby stabby waifu one? Yeah. yeah. Yandere. Yeah. Yeah, she she looks like she swings both ways. Right? A lot of girls, a lot of teenage girls love dressing up as her. Like whenever I go to cons yeah. or when they were 
still a thing. <laughs> the teenage girls would just that would be the main people that would dress up like her. So yeah. you know, it goes to say women, am I right? <laughs> and yeah, see Himiko, my thing is Himiko I can, Toga, I can... who has the power to whenever she ingests somebody's blood, she can like turn into a copy of them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And my thing is, I agree with Gator that it probably meant that, but, like, the the whole situation to me is extremely funny, because it's, like, these people wouldn't freak out if it wasn't, like, they always do this. Every time a character's like, oh, I admire this person, I look up to them, if they didn't go, oh, this clearly means they're gay or bi or, you know, they, you know, uh, fuck the straights type shit, right? Um, but because it's that simple, it's like even when this happens, when it's something they don't want, they immediately jump to that area because this is it's the whole like uh, me me reaping. Haha, fuck, this is great. Me sewing. Oh, what the hell is this? And plus, it's also a joke from Horikoshi on the character of Mineta because you like throughout this series, you've seen him be kind of like a piece of shit towards women, like setting up certain scenarios. So he like bounces against the, the breasts yeah. of a female character and like admiring Mount Lady's butt. And then like, you know, working for her and realizing <laughs> that she's like a fucking slave driver. And then just, like, it kills the, it kills the, uh, the fantasy for him. And then you have this moment where he like professes his lo- undying and eternal love for Deku. Like it's a joke. It's supposed to be it, like it's this very serious moment, and it's a, supposed to be a very emotional moment. But it's also kind yeah. of a, a gag because Minata is like this womanizing, you know, piece of shit. I yeah, it's I a really, light joke. It doesn't take you out of the scene, but it's still like, huh? No, I chuckle. really miss the era of uh, Fujoshi's just admitting that they had a fetish for seeing gay men caress each other's nipples, and now I it's like, Fujoshi oh no, experience. I'm really just an LGBT member. I just love seeing cute boys kiss because I'm also a homosexual. Like, don't you get it? Like, no, you're a fucking stinky Fujoshi who doesn't bathe, who masturbates to the thought of men kissing each other. Which, you know, cute boys kissing each other is fine and all, but like, just admit that it's a fetish. Like, goddamn. I miss it. Yeah. You know, it's like and all it, this policing. All, yeah, I mean, it always bothers me how these people, like, because it's like they try to talk down sexualization and stuff like that. So whenever they do it themselves, they have to dress it up as um, almost like a, a progressive stance to try to justify it. You, and it's just I like, mean, if you were just honest, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. Be you like, know, I also it. like watching cute boys kiss, too. Yeah, ironically, but yeah. <laughs> Well, it was like the uh, the nor nora noralities noralities. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the thing that looked like it had a boy OC, but it was a she identified as a girl. I don't know. She's weird. <laughs> Everyone told me it looked, her OC looked like a deformed version of me. <laughs> she, like if I if I if I ran a classic like YouTube review show, noralities would be the evil Dimitri that would show up. <laughs> She would be, like, super progressive with, like, trans rights every fucking episode. <laughs> but wait, Dimitri, what about trans rights? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pay yeah, my favorite VTuber to say trans rights. I know we were t- not gonna talk about VTubers since Cody's here, but, like, come on. <laughs> Sorry, chat. Someone, someone in chat actually commented on that. It's like, hey, does this episode have discussion of VTubers in it? Because if it does, I just... <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand. We talked about VTubers, like... Three ep- uh, two episodes in a row. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't but worry, I guys. Just, I'll save you. I was just pointing out the hypocrisy of these people that are, like they have to pause constantly put their political stuff into their fetishization. Like you just want to, you just want to see anime boys kiss. You just want to watch cute anime girls. Like, come on, it's a fetish. And yeah, nothing wrong with that. They just want to codify their fetish into being like an officially accepted 
sexuality. So that means it's okay. <laughs> I don't have to feel weird about that- it. <laughs> it sounded like Toad. <laughs> it was uh, Teen Girl Squad. <laughs> Cheerleader, so and so, what's her face? <laughs> the ugly one. <laughs> yeah, so it's only it's not okay that we have bisexual representation because the character is ugly. These people are shallow pieces of shit. Fuck. Them. Yeah, I mean that's the only reason they care. I mean, like we're, we're talking about the girl with the knife, and it's like they always want a bunch of these like murders or abusers to be um. Blue. Uh, bisexual or gay and then it's like when you think oh it's because Mineta is a bad person and sexually harasses but it's like no you want actual murderers you're just upset because he's like not a cute soft bean boy that you want to kiss the other cute soft bean boy (laughs) don't sexualize her she's 16 but I can sexualize a 16 year old boy who wants to kiss the other 16 year old boy that's fine classic (laughs) that right there's the morality pretty much yeah, yeah Neuralities was found to have, like, uh, Deku and Bakugo yeah. slash art, like, on her on her profile somewhere. I think it was on her, like, Tumblr or something. She'd, like, reblogged mm-hmm. it. I think that's right, yeah. After going on this whole fucking rant about My Hero Academia. And, and Dragon like, Maid, yeah. And Dragon Maid, yeah. <laughs> she, she has, like, fucking uh, Bakugo and Deku slash fiction on her fucking Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Has she uploaded Many such cases. I think she quit, right? Because she got made fun no, of so much. No, she uh, she just made a video about, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to get canceled. Even though, like, that's basically what she that, She's begging to get canceled, though. She pissed off anime Twitter. Come on, you can't do that. You don't want to get uh, the smug anime profiles in your mentions. Yeah, she she uploaded a week ago. I see. Uh, Kiki's I delivery service. More relevant than ever. I just really like the Kiki's delivery service that someone did, where they they intentionally changed her race, right? And then someone made her look re- really racist, like she had like a bone nose and was eating watermelon. Caricature, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really funny. I don't know if you can. I mean, show I, it I, I, I mean, honestly, most of like I, I mean, people can draw whatever the fuck they want. I don't care. But like most race swaps, like the, the progressive ones, they actually look kind of racist half the time I see them. Because <laughs> oh, they, yeah, they yeah. like go straight to like stereotypes. I'm like, uh, what, it's always what, really, what point are you making here? <laughs> it's always really funny to me because I believe that's like what happened with the Steven Universe crowd fan base is they uh, harassed an artist because she didn't make draw her the Indian girl that Steven hangs out with Indian enough. They didn't draw her with a big fucking beak nose. So they're like, that's racist, and you should kill yourself. So, yeah, fuck these people, fuck fan bases, man. See, this is why this is why Tumblr never should have banned porn because all of those people leaked out from Tumblr, and now they're on Twitter, and now they're on YouTube, and now they're literally everywhere. They're on Discord, and they're just corrupting everything that they touch with their <laughs> crazy slash fiction and their their fangirling and fujoshiing. Yeah, it was like it was basically the equivalent of Panda's Pandora's box being open when Tumblr died down. Like they were contained in their own little bubble, <laughs> and now they're everywhere, infecting right. the rest of the internet with cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to talk about Digimon next? Yes, I. My do. transition was much smoother than that. Spooky. I'm very disappointed. Well, you you can smooth these fucking nuts in your mouth. Okay, that's what you can do. 
<laughs> you might have to censor that. I'll cut that. I'll cut that part out. I'll, I can blank it. Not the whole thing. Don't let Spooky insult me. <laughs> All right. So legally, on that's not next. allowed. No, what you should do is just take out what I actually said. Just put, "I love you, Demetrius." Most, please smooth your nuts in my mouth. That's what I really want. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Digimon, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's Digimon, Digimon. So there was a stage reading recently for the Digimon Tamers characters. Uh, Digimon Tamers was the third season of Digimon, which had no continuity from the first two, which was Adventure 1 and Adventure 2. It set up, like, a whole new team. It had, like, these Digimon cards. Like, that was the gimmick, was they were trying to sell the cards and the card readers and stuff like that. So they did like the stage play and the villain of the stage play was literally cancel culture. Like that was his attack was political correctness. And like all of fucking anime Twitter is hopping mad about this because of course, you know, a lot of weebs are leftists. And so they see, you know, the cancel culture, political correctness thing as an attack on them personally. So they've been spurging out about how Digimon is racist and the creator is racist. By the way, the creator of Digimon Tamers is the same, yeah, the same person that created Serial Experiments Lane. Based. And it's so funny Uh when you, like, compare all of the messages behind Serial Experiments Lane and what we're seeing today... Like, not only is this guy pretty based, but he also nailed it on the head. Or it's like you can make your... I, well, I it's been years since I've seen Lane, but I believe, if I remember correctly, it was about, like, almost creating your own reality and being consumed with technology that it overwhelms you, right? Exactly. I, I think that, yeah. Well, uh, this is my about... My favorite. A, sorry? Sorry, go on. You go on. I, said, I, I thought this was, like, in a main series line. I didn't... I, I read it. I must have skipped over the word. It said stage play stage play so it's even more autistic than a fucking anime it's a fucking like, gay little stage play where they put on furry costumes and role play that's funny <laughs> to be fair the digimon were not dressed up as digimon oh they weren't <laughs> no they're just on it was just had the vas on the stage um it was like for digifest this year oh okay so they're just acting uh, out okay yeah uh, i mean my favorite part about this is like it's specifically the people who like Every time there's 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 some political message inserted that's really um on the nose or whatever. They're like everything's political, you just have to take it. But now that it's suddenly the opposite of like their beliefs, because they don't actually believe that. They just want their own things pushed. Um mm-hmm. now it's a problem. Things can't be like this. So in order to state that he's wrong, the cancel culture doesn't exist, he must be cancelled. Good train of logic. I mean ultimately just proves him right. <laughs> it just proves that he was yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, like, these people are such, like, they're so pussified that they, that the writers, the translators didn't want their names to be associated with the company that actually does the translating. They're like, we respect <laughs> these people and they're wanting to be private because of a, a fucking super, this guy's supposed to be a villain, right? No, like, yeah. Also, it's so funny. They're like th- this right wing, prof- th- this right wing stance. And it's like, the whole thing is just like, you are not immune to propaganda, censorship bad. Like, why is that a right-wing stance now? That used to be the opposite. Because Trump said it at one point, and anything yeah. Trump says is, is bad. 
Yeah, there you go. We got the screenshot. Even though, right. like, I mean, Obama said similar things all the time, but people just conveniently forget that. Oops. Not to get super political here, but I mean, it's true. Yeah, no, I, I get I should just put this fucking disclaimer, like, on the front of our <laughs> podcast. Just write this right there, because I'm just like, yeah, no, that's about right. <laughs> just right fucking there. This program promotes far right politics and conspiracy theories. The views and opinions expressed here are. <laughs> Gator's just a mini Alex Jones at this point. Let's be real. Mini. <laughs> <laughs> He's already He's not... <laughs> Let me tell you about the water filters, okay? These water filters are the best water filters that you're ever going to try. Let me tell you about the anime making people gay conspiracy theory. <laughs> I don't like putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking weebs gay. <laughs> Sorry. That's it's not it's not chemicals in the water, it's a bunch of soda pop is what it's doing. It's Mountain Dew. <laughs> I don't like putting chemicals in the remune. <laughs> I bet you Alex Jones watches anime. He just doesn't ever. I bet, I bet Alex Jones watches this specifically. This is where he gets he, all his opinions. He watches Lucky Star. <laughs> <laughs> He could, he could probably sing the uh, sing the theme song too. I my sausage. <laughs> I probably can still. I I mean I remember um, dancing in my computer being thirteen years old. I probably could still do the dance from memory. Would just like practice it all the time because it's like that was like a thing back in the day. You guys remember oh, yeah. that? People were posting Oops. videos of themselves like doing the dance. I, the the best one was the Gundam one where they had like all of the little Gundam figurines. Uh, stop motion That's animated cute. to doing the Lucky Star dance. It was just like, I remember like one year, it was just like 2000, it probably had been like 2007, where it was just like all the cosplay competitions were all just them cosplaying Har Har Yukai. And <laughs> I remember this one time specifically, and I wish I could remember the video, but they were dressed up as like dead or alive characters doing the Hari Har Yukai, and they're filming it, right? Because it's like janky 2007. And all I hear was some dude in the background yell, please don't be fat. <laughs> Please don't be Oh god. Oh, yeah, that god. was that was that was that that particular era when like everybody wanted to post videos of them doing all these fucking weave dances and <laughs> better times to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss cringe weaves. Me too. There was this uh there was this uh site on something awful. It was uh Cliff, uh, Cliff Yablonski hates you or whatever it was. And Mm -hmm. he used to post like the most cringe fucking photos from like anime (laughs) conventions. And he would just ruthlessly shit on them. And it was so fucking funny because you'd like every single time it would always be like, you know, the fat, the, the fat guy dressed as like, you know, Naruto or the, or the fat chick dressed as uh like nami from one piece or something like that and he, would always, he would always just like have the, these funny fucking lines about it i feel like i feel like fat people don't dress up as much as like the sexy characters anymore i feel like people have been shamed which is it's a shame <laughs> they should be loud and proud because those fo- those those pictures back in like the early 2000s still get shared Good in like, places yeah, because they, they're just, oh, they're so good. Seeing these these people that don't wear makeup, they rarely bathe, they eat nothing but Cheeto dust all day. 
dressing up as a sexy anime character. It's so good. Now, now Let it's them like embrace you, the culture. Yeah, well, it's like you can't dress up the ad- sexy anime character unless you're an attractive woman, or else you'll get like shit canned on social media. So now it's like a higher standard. People dress up for their body types now, which is not funny. <laughs> I just miss when I miss when, like, when fandom culture was just like. I, yeah, it's cringy, yeah, but it's like it's it was fun, and now it's all like we have to cancel the creator because they they drew their own character in a swimsuit or this and that, just like random shit you see from people. Horikoshi Hor- made a reference to some uh, like Japanese group from World War Two, mm-hmm. so Horikoshi has to be canceled forever, and they like oh, literally yeah. sent like threatening letters to him and and stuff like that. Any of it, he actually had to come out and apologize. For that particular reference, even though, like, the doctor guy that made the reference, he's supposed to be a villain. He's supposed to be a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, these people have no sense of nuance. It's like if they see something in the work, they're like, this is support of said thing, right? Like, they can't comprehend literally anything. I mean, even with the Digimon thing, again, the villain was the one spouting cancel culture and shit. Yeah, too bad cancel culture doesn't work unless you're a pussy. <laughs> Like it's either uh, that or if it's under a, I mean, if like your corporate head up falls into it, then yeah. But like, it's like it's, but that's. I'm I mean, canceled you, every yeah. I'm canceled every rare. week. I'm fine. No, yeah, well, like it's. Yeah. I mean, you hear about these influencers who lose all their brand deals or whatever. Like, look at like Tana Mon- Mongoose, Mon- Mongoose, blonde chick, mm. big tits. Um, Tana so, Mojo. Yeah, so she got canceled from fucking iDubs. I didn't know who the fuck she was before iDubs. Then she got canceled by him, and she got you know attacked or whatever. But like she. She's thriving now. Like, she still has her career. So it's like, I don't know. You can't cancel something you don't own. If they don't own yeah, your career, much. they can't cancel you. They can just, like, make fun of you, and that's it. Unless you're, like, your corporate, whoever you're working with, gets rid of you. But, it's again, I feel like that's more rare than people let on to be. You just hear about it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear about it because it's, like, actually shit. But, yeah, I agree. For the most part, like, the the worst thing you can ever do is, like, bow down to it. Because once you give them power, it just gets worse. You can't like, if you don't care... Apologize. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you if you don't care, then it's like they 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 seethe over and they can't do anything. And it's like <laughs> you just keep going. I mean, that's a. I, mean, I don't know if you want to transition uh, here, but like that's a aether situation. The artist's a really yeah. good example <laughs> of that. Hope, see, and dilate. See, spooky. I'm better at your job. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you be a podcast host. Then. <laughs> So this was a tweet from Daft Pina. It says, artist warning with the big red, uh, big red stop sign there. It says, Twitter artist Aetherian Art likes to frequently say the N-word and other slurs amongst claiming that the LGBT are mentally disabled. Please Based. retweet to get the word out. <laughs> There's more in this video. And I, of course, have censored all of the, uh, the N-bombs and the F-bombs and all that. All that fun stuff in there, because (laughs) this is going to be on YouTube later. So, you know, I got to do my due diligence here. So Susan will let let me stay in the sandbox. Yeah, we all get to play in our little autistic sandbox. My my favorite part about this video was is like, because obviously even here, he's dressing it up as like some some super secret. Like he doesn't want anyone to know he's this edgy. But like in that video himself, and if you just go to his Twitter, like he's very openly like he obviously doesn't say the N words. It's Twitter. He doesn't want to fan. But, like, he's very openly edgy, and he's, like, very honest about, like, oh, I want to get canceled, this and that. I want to get over with. So it's, like, they always try to dress it up as this super secret, they don't want you to know thing, but it's, like, that's just Aether. 
this is how the guy is. And, and he's it's like, black no one cares. Yeah, and black well, I, <laughs> it's funny. I don't even know if he is. Um, I think he. I think honestly, I think he might have just said that to make the point. Like it really doesn't matter. Um, well, it reminds it's, me a lot of uh, this guy Technicals, who has the same I, I like style technicals. of humor, where he's like super fucking yeah. offensive, and that's just that's just how he is. That's that's the joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did that whole video it's, where he was just like winding up trying to find, you know, basically the punchline was the N word. <laughs> it was, well, like it, it was hilarious. It's funny. It's funny how, it, so like what he does is like he calls people, specifically like the Smash fighting community out on their bullshit. And the most they can do is like, you, you're mean. You said mean thing one time. And they're like, well, you tried raping a kid. So like that doesn't yes. fucking matter. So fuck you. It's, it's literally the image of like, Oh, I may be a pedophile, but at least I'm not rude. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, that's the beauty of it, right? It's like these people—they all have skeletons in their closet. I'm sure even like Daft. Um, I can't say it. Daft Pina. Daft Pina. Daft Pina said, "I was gonna call him something ah. else." So uh, I, I have a very uh, specific name I like to give this dude. I call him Daft. Uh, you know, another word for vagina, if you will, <clears throat> because he is one. But, like, I'm sure he's got skeletons in his closet. The girl he worked with, which is Beta Inferno, who did voiceover, she, like, used to hang around the Oni plays people and all these new ground people. And they're, like, she's going through some weird exodus where she has to apologize for all of her bad behavior by shaming other people because she used to enjoy edgy humor. Like, fuck these people. Yeah, I mean, these people always end up overcorrecting. I, I said it earlier when we were talking through this, but it's like with Aaron, how he, you know, he used to drop in or he used to do this and that. But now he's like, any form of like edginess is absolutely awful. Um, it's like, that's what these people always do to try to like hide their shame of it. They they basically overcorrect and say, that, no, and it's like fine if someone changes and like doesn't want to act a certain way. But it's the whole like censorship of others that like no one can be like that now. Well, it's also the fact that, like, Aaron is out there actively being, like, uh, holier than thou to other people that still like edgy yeah. humor, trying to pretend like, you know, the entirety of Game Grumps doesn't exist. Yeah, they used to drop the N word on Game Grumps a few times, if I remember correctly. Aaron, don't say the N word. Like, just again, if you, I, we talked about this a little bit before. I was like, if you guys want a, a hoot. Just watch the inward compilation of Aaron Hansen, because anytime he tries to moral fig on Twitter, he uh, people bring that up and share it to him. Because I mean, he's a direct hypocrite. He just like he's he's they're more because all these people like I don't know about Daphne, but I know Beta Inferno lives in L.A. They live in these fucking vapid cities with all these vapid people, and they hang around them, and they're like, well, I have to be a part of this cult like mentality where I have to agree with them because if I don't. If I don't think exactly like how my friendos do, then I'm basically a transphobe, a racist, or whatever. And it's like, you guys can't think for yourselves and keep to your own, like, morals because you have to constantly clout chase and impress other people. When it was, like, when it was convenient for you to be edgy and clout chase off of that, then that was fine. But now that it's more socially acceptable, I guess, to be more censored, now you're clout chasing off of that. And you guys are just, you're hypocrites and you're shallow and... You make unfunny, shitty content. <laughs> Jack Pina, Aaron Hansen, Beta Inferno. Like, you, you guys just, you 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 make really vapid content. Like, no well, one's going to remember pretend, you guys. They're trying to pretend, like, because YouTube's standards have changed for what they're willing to accept, that it's some, like, 
moral thing. It, it really has nothing to do with morality in terms of YouTube. It has to do with money and advertisers. I mean, we're on like our, what, 20th adpocalypse at this point. And they're trying to pretend like all their old content just doesn't exist. That they, oh, What are you talking about? I've always been a fine, upstanding member of the YouTube community. I made I a no-zap never... apology, guys, on Twitter. That counts, right? Come on, I did it that one or two times. Apologize for saying the N-word. That should count. That's the only thing that matters to these people. Like they, they, they write like a no-zap apology while they're taking a shit, and then they post it on Twitter, and they think that's like enough to... Uh, cleanse them for their sins and then they just try to like moral fig the whole time toward other content creators who they used to be on good terms with and it's really shitty and shallow and uh bitchy and two-faced like they're mean people these are mean girls in a way i wonder if i can find one of aaron hansen's like uh, apologies I'm pretty I sure might. if you google aaron hansen apology I'm, 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 that's what i'm doing right now i want to <laughs> Let me see if I could find one of these apo- these hilarious apologies. I wonder if I have in my little Aaron Hansen doc I have here. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I was, this I was is from say, August. Every time I talk to you, Spooky Aaron comes up somewhere. <laughs> well, I know uh, Spooky at one point was uh, working on like a full Game Grumps yeah. video. Well, it's uh, so it's been put on the back burner because I've had someone like trying to edit for me, and it's. It's not that well written, so I might have to just scrap and read it. That's why I haven't like posted anything in nine months because I'm working on two big projects. So mm-hmm. I'm not Here's trying. To, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be shitty, guys. I'm sorry. It just oh. happens. Oh man. Well, now you're doing the podcast too. So, so if you want to get uh, you know your spooky time in, you watch the Anime Boomer podcast until her next video comes out. So there you go. <laughs> Good marketing. <laughs> And if you're listening to the if you're listening to this on YouTube, just go and post in the comments say spooky for life if you're a spooky fan or if it's <laughs> or if it's okay. if it's on anchor anchor.fm slash anime boomers, you just uh just at the anime boomer podcast Twitter and just say spooky for life. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm if anyone's <laughs> listening to this and wondering where I've been my YouTube, I haven't deserved it. I'm just working on projects. Projects that are really big and take a long time so sorry yeah it happens <laughs> my my current video is like over an hour long so i've been working mm-hmm. on it for like two months and like i'm not i'm not even like properly voicing it yet that's like just scripting and shit yeah it's the research that takes only which is the funnest part yeah. but it's like takes a long time mm-hmm. but anyway this uh no tap apology <laughs> this is just it's pure like a, cringe like policy from from aaron hansen at ego raptor on twitter I'm trying to think. Should I should I like try to do the Aaron Hansen voice? Or yes. Should, should I read it like the uh, like the old Confederate general? <laughs> Aaron, do it like Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Hansen. But, no, say it, don't say it like calm like Aaron Hansen. Say it like how oh, he's oh, actually God. writing oh, yeah. it, like where he's like pissed off. He's like, I appear like he's like being a brat about it. That's how I I'm sitting here trying to take a shit, and all these people on Twitter are trying to fucking cancel me. <laughs> I'll show, I'll show what's up. I'll show what, what's for. All right, here's my, here's my twin longer. I appeared on the trending tab today. It's being used as an opportunity to bring up problematic things I've said or created in the past. I've spoken about this before in various forms, but I want to be as visible as freaking possible for young folks who were like me when I was that age. I used to be an angry kid. Piss and vinegar. Anything goes. I know now. And I've known for quite some time that certain words hurt. And I'm ashamed of having used them. 
I've made jokes that aren't okay. I've said words that are hateful. I have hurt folks with my shitty words. To those I've hurt, I'm sorry. Oh, God, oh, God, uh, 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 you know what? No one should hurt because some kid thinks he's above it all and thinks he can say anything he wants. You all deserve respect, no matter what you look like or where you're from or whatever. I don't, I don't really care about this, but I gotta put it in there because I gotta get that money, Dan. I gotta get that money. I love money and respect. I love money, money. Dan. I love money, Dan. I love money so fucking much, and I gotta. I did not give you the respect you deserve when I said those things years ago. Aaron, Aaron, it's okay. It's okay. Just calm down. Shh, shh, shh. Just let it. Just let it go. Let it all out, Aaron. Just let it all out. You're, you're doing Plops fine. You're doing shit fine. In toilet. <laughs> Plop. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. I realize there are young folks who look up to me, who invite me to their lives by watching my shows frequently, and I don't want them to think that using hurtful words and making hurtful jokes is okay. It's not. It never was. It never was, Dan. You're doing fine, Aaron. You're doing fine. Don't don't lose your composure. Don't hey, lose your composure. did you know that I'm Jewish? Ha <laughs> ha Sex. It's wrong and hateful, and I don't approve of it. It's a damn shame that I had to act out in my youth at the expense of others in order to learn what was right. I hope many young folks after me can skip the acting out part. It's not a necessary step for growth. I know this may become a discourse about cancel culture. It's a complicated topic, sure, but at the very least, people are right to be upset over things I've said. They are right to want an apology or accountability or some other bullshit. I'm grateful that people feel empowered to speak up about things that hurt them. Holding people of influence accountable for their actions is a good thing. We are people who get to say all kinds of things and have people listen to us. I think it's a reasonable request to ask us to listen back. Okay, but apologize to John Tron and Oni Plays, you fucking piece of shit. Apologize yeah, to all you the guys. We're gonna people. have Aaron here. Yeah. Dan too. He's an all-star cast. Huh. We're we're busting out the we're busting out the red carpet, or I guess the the, <laughs> the red bathroom carpet. I guess. Uh, just to wait. People are bringing things these things up to flame you, but everyone knows this isn't the thing people are actually annoyed by. Yeah, like they're more annoyed about you being two-faced. Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was. See now I've fucked my voice up. So now my voice is gonna crack every five minutes like Aaron's. Yeah, that was a tweet by uh, Justin Wang replying to it. And this is back in 2019. Well, like, yep. it, I mean, that's the thing. I, I forget exactly what, what Aaron said during this time off the top of my head. But, like, he, he's saying, like, yeah, you know, they're bringing up your pet, the past to piss you off. But there was something else he said. In, oh, wait, this might have been during the um, Sir Palo situation. Yeah, it was during the say, per, Sir Palo situation where he was being shitty, shitty to him. Because Sir Palo made a video making fun of commentary, like, animated channels, you know? Like, dude, that's relatable! You guys remember that? Oh, and God, it's been a long time. Holy Aaron crap. Aaron said, that's bullying! And then Justin Wang was like, that's... Okay, so people are trying to make you pissed off because you said the N-word a lot. But <laughs> people are actually mad at you for being an asshole and trying to act like you're better than everyone else. Because you're saying Sir Palo should be shamed for making fun of other content creators where Sailor Sir Palo just it wasn't that offensive it was just like I was gonna say most people took it like you know on the cheek like it was funny it wasn't like mean spirited no he's not a mean spirited person he just likes parody stuff so yeah, yeah it was it was just a joke it's like when um what's his face made those uh the video about Tumblr that like pops up on recommended at least once every couple months 
you know, where it's making fun of all the different Tumblr stereotypes, like, that's problematic, you know? I can't remember the mm-hmm. name of the guy that made that, but, like, a lot of people got pissed off about that. Jello mm-hmm. Apocalypse, that was his name. Jello Apocalypse made that. Oh, yeah, the made that... and <laughs> Yeah, made those videos, like, shitting on all these different internet communities. No, no, I meant, like, he he's literally a diaper fetishist. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's... that's what makes it funny. <laughs> I remember so Tim the other day, and I just laughed. I was like, "This guy, this dude has a fucking fart fetish. He's f- fucking ancient, <laughs> and he's telling he's me how degenerate. to vote. Fuck him." Yeah, that was his. That was his mea culpa, you know, for making all of those videos shitting on all these different internet communities. Was making a video, being like, "Go out and vote, orange man, bad." Oh. You know, and then everyone fart found noises. his fart fetish videos on Tumblr or no, on DeviantArt. On DeviantArt. <laughs> Like, people wouldn't notice that he has the exact same art style. <laughs> Fucking D-Gen. Speaking of D-Gens, you want to talk about Christian? Oh, I was, was waiting for oh, it. Yeah. There was like a dramatic I... pause right there. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, I think this, what a I motherfucker. Think, I think this image right here, the, <laughs> the JoJo Photoshop. That's him, that's, that's him heading to the female prison. Right now. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh no. Well, you know, actually, they've changed his yeah. uh his, his gender identification or whatever. His her gender identification on the official prison form now. Because under by the, way, the state we're of misgender the... Chris Chan, by the way, if you guys are easily triggered, I know this is full of boomers that probably don't care, but uh that's something we could also bring up, the whole gender identification of mm-hmm. fucking... Of a man who raped his mom. Uh, spoiler alert, sorry. See, my thing with, with Chris Chan is pretty crazy, because, like, I don't really have much interest in, like, locale-type, like, finding out, like, this and that. Like, like even when we were talking earlier about, like, the... the, the we were talking about, like, fat people, like, dressing up. Like, I don't care about any of this stuff. But it's like, I cannot avoid the Chris Chan lore. Like, I'm well-versed not because I want to, but because of the infamy of all of this. Plus, you're place. a Sonic fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's part of the initiation. Of <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Sonic fans because it's... I mean, Sonic as an actual series, like, sure, there's, like, plenty of, like, dumb shitty games right like happens but i think sonic as a whole is like a game series it's it's okay it's an okay game series and the people that like sonic they can make some really nice art like i was recently actually speaking about you plays i was watching them play that uh fan-made sonic game which has like the doom mod attached to it you know what i'm talking about uh dimitri are you talking about sonic roboblast i think so where it's a it's a doom mod game but it's completely fan-made yeah, you're talking about Robo Blast too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I did a um, members only stream where I played uh, Robo Blast two parts. It's very fun. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks super like fluid. Um, let me yeah. see. There's I, a, I, a I, I in general like love you. Are you talking about Mega Man Eight Bit Deathmatch? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. Cause, uh, Cody <laughs> Cody was him. showing me that the the Mega Man yeah. game. I mean, you know that reminds me. I need to I need to actually like go and download that. You should. It's fun. We did a. I got. It was another member stream we did where we had, had a big wide server with like thirty two people playing. Uh, I love Doom. Um, specific, like not even just like the gameplay of it. Like obviously that, but the the style of it, like the artistic, like with the Pixar and like the uh, the the mixture of like three D graphics sometimes into like boomer shooters. I just love the way that looks. It's so cool. 
Yeah, it's just it's unfortunate that a lot of Sonic fans, because I mean they're I mean they're known for being autistic because it's Sonic, but a lot of times they get compared to people like Chris Chan, who is just an, like a not a good person. Was yeah, I mean. I mean, I mean, Chris Chan's problems, unironically, have nothing to do with Sonic, but, like, yeah, no, I feel bad. Because, I, I mean, most, like, I, again, it's kind of, like, the weeb stuff from earlier. Like, yeah, it's cringe, but it's, like, it's almost kind of, like, charming in a way. Um, Chris Chan being charming? Um... Well, no, no, not Chris Chan. It's, like, <laughs> Sonic fans. Like, 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 like that, that autism type thing is, like, kind of charming, just, like, the genuine, like, super obsession. Because, like I'm saying, Chris Chan's, like, problems aren't because he's a Sonic fan. <laughs> <laughs> this goes really deep. So I'm guessing you haven't seen like the Chris Chan 60 part documentary by Gino Samuel. I, I have not. No. It's. I mean, I like it. It's really good. It goes into like very specific details about Chris Chan's life because it's almost like when people see 60 parts, they go, "Fuck, that's not gonna." No, 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 no. no I'm not gonna watch that. Whatever. And they get really pissed off. But in actuality, I feel like I'm about to sneeze. Oh, sorry. Well, in actuality. Gino Samuel going into this. Sorry, it went away. Gino Samuel going. Just make sure to add the stream to the twenty dollars patron or the. I'm gonna make a a spooky weeb trash sniffing compilation. Is what I'm gonna do. (laughs) Sneezing. Uh, We were into that. Um. Anyway, like I was trying to say, but um, the reason why it's like sixty parts because it almost like when you hear all this build up, especially with Chris and his relationship with his dad. Whenever he's going to all these stories in about Christian, and then you hear stuff when when Rob dies, Robert. That's his dad's name, right, Robert? And uh, everyone just calls him Bob. <laughs> everyone just calls him yeah, Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bob. When Bob dies, it kind of really hits you because there's things that Christian did, which are just so unforgivable. Because Bob wasn't necessarily a nice man either. But Barb was obviously worse. But but Rob Bob would he had like the stamp collection right, and he wrote a whole basically he wrote this whole story about how he wanted Chris Chan to have his own kids and give the stamp collection who may be worth a lot of money one day so they can love and cherish it because it took Bob like a lifetime to save all these stamps and you know what Chris Chan did. Almost after, immediately after Bob died, sold all them. And it's just like, whenever Gino gets to that part of like the story, it just kind of like, it's it's like super depressing. So it's, I mean, it's a well written story overall about Christian's yeah. life, but it's almost like when people when people see like, <laughs> like how he's just literally a character. It's a very well written story. I mean, I mean, I'm talking. About- <laughs> I'm talking about the documentary specifically, how it's written, but... Yeah, I know. You're saying he presents it very well. Yeah, it, I mean, because he's very, like, almost chaotic neutral, the way he describes it, but it's almost like I have, he... I have heard that, that it's very, um, very, very just, like, the facts and, like, mm-hmm. a, a rundown but, of the situation. But even still, like, it's when people see the huge number of 60 parts, they, they get really intimidated by it, but it's almost worth sitting there and listening to it. keep it on the background while you work or do play video games or whatever and just listening to it and then when it gets to the parts where something really depressing happens in chris's life you know it kind of it, it, it like stings because it, like, it's an actual person we're talking about and how he like, like everyone's like making motherfucker jokes but like christian took advantage of his mom and like that's mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's fucked up if you really think about it. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's fucked up, but like when you really think about it, this is an actual person. This isn't just a cartoon character we all been watching. Yeah. This is a person who is fucked up his life in basically almost every way possible. So yeah. I mean no one could have predicted uh, this current arc, I imagine. <laughs> well, yeah, imagine no I mean, one had this on their board. I, I know it's crazy you would be surprised. Podcast. You well, would be surprised okay. how many people have theorized that. Okay, know. actually, I, I might take that back because, like I said, I think I, I remember someone talking about something similar where Chris Chan said he had. Um, I believe her name's Barb, right? Some Barb, yeah, yeah. feelings, yeah, some feelings toward Barb or something before. Well, yeah, it was always like because I was actually watching the video Flam. You Gator. It was like a scuffed Gator time. It was also Null. It was a uh, scuffed TRR with uh, me, Flamenco, Rand, Null, and Gino Samuel talking about mm-hmm. Chris. And that got brought up too, like two years ago, where it was like people were saying this is a weird relationship that they have when they're cuddling every night and they touch each other. Like she's laying, like, like he's trying to fuck her. I remember that sticking out really, really bad. And then. Now this regulation, this all this stuff came out, and I know like you guys are like arguing right now, Gator, like you and Null, but I, I but people are like telling Null, like how could you not see this coming, Null? Come on, like come on. I almost feel like with Null's situation in particular, it's because because him and Null had a pretty close relationship. You probably you, you know who Null is, right? <clears throat> he owns the Kiwis. Yes. Yes. He, yeah. He yeah, is yeah, yeah. the, He's the guy of the that runs. Yeah, he runs. He runs. Yeah. He runs Kiwi. Yeah. So, yeah. I because they had such a close relationship, well, close enough to where Noel kind of like kept track of Chris's finances. Finances was, from he, the was he like his, his wrangler, basically? His wrangler, yeah. yes, he was. He was his wrangler for a while. And uh, on well, the Ram Ranch. He, so, <laughs> so, like, he would uh, look at the emails that Chris had, right? And he could like see his finance. So they had a close enough relationship. But I guess I'm pretty sure Noel heard about that for years. Like, hey, this is a relationship, and then it came out, and some people are like, "How can you not see this coming, Noel?" Like, it's like I don't think people really want they they don't want to believe someone that they're close enough to or like know kind of personally is a monster, right? Like, that's not something people want to believe, and it's probably like, you know, like it's it's like it's a moment of disbelief. Like, you want to keep denying, denying, denying until it actually happens so slaps you right in the face with you know an a, an incest charge yeah like i mean because that's i mean it's awful it's horrible and i think chris chan i mean what is it they predict like up to 10 years being in jail a maximum of no less than one but a maximum of up to 10 years and that's just from one of the charges there's also you know potentially elder abuse there's uh there's like four or five different things they could pin on chris and it's i guess we'll see in september i think uh ralph today yeah, said september 6th yeah mm-hmm. 6th or 16th something like that that they're actually going to have the hearing and they they've denied chris's bond so chris is going to have to stay in jail for a month oh my god can we talk about ralph going to see did you see that video i Can saw we- the video <laughs> my <laughs> dude it, it's funny I mean, there's the the picture of it i saw first like the, the the cops look so photogenic it was like it looked like a photo shoot for like a movie <laughs> uh and christian was like smiling that's what i was saying like it looked like he was happy he's like this is what he wanted the 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 prison with all the 
boyfriendless girls or whatever. There he were says. several people there trying to film because they're like, there's another yeah. dude in like Chris Chan cosplay along with Ethan mm-hmm. Ralph. It was a, <laughs> it was surreal. Like I was watching it. I mean, I, I was watching it live, and it was like I'm watching a piece of internet history unfold before <laughs> before my eyes. He just and like I, I thought like maybe like Chris Chan got first arrested because obviously Ralph was there. You were going to be calling the hotels, and so maybe like some of the policemen came by. We're just going to arrest him, like just to like have him away from all this, right? Because they'll do that from time to time. Like they'll keep people arrested in jails for their own safety. But uh, no, no. Come to find out, the DNA test from Barb came back, and um, she tested positive for intest. So, uh, yikes! <laughs> I guess. <laughs> And the story just continues to get worse because the same people that have that leaked the original recordings and have leaked uh, text messages and stuff, they continue to talk about the things that Chris said to them. Uh, last night, uh, the breaking news story was that apparently Chris was um, – because sur- Barb is, is disabled. She has dementia or Alzheimer's or one. She has, she has yeah, cognitive impairment. And she yeah. can no longer like feed herself properly or cook for herself properly. So Chris was feeding her, and he was making eggs. And oh was, no, not this story! Oh, he was I what? No, where's this going? Oh. He was busting in the eggs. He busted in eggs. Jesus Christ, dude! It's like a fucking comedy sketch. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's 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 a dramedy. It's a dark yeah, comedy. Yeah, horror, horror might a, be a, it's a dark, dark comedy. <laughs> dark comedy. That's what it is. It's it's. <laughs> And, and you know, there's got to be more stuff like that, like these little tidbits that are going to like slowly trickle out over the next month or so, maybe even the next year or so. Dude, when are we going to have our uh, Hollywood big budget dra- dark comedy called Christian Weston Channer come, come out in Hollywood? You joke I mean, about that, but I guarantee you that there are people in Hollywood right now pinning a script like, it won't be, you know, CWC or whatever. It's going to be a character that's going to be, you know, just enough like Chris. Kind of like, yeah. There's an episode of Sonic Boom where they wrote, like, an yeah. fan. That's a reference to Chris Chan. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, he's like, it, I mean, Chris Chan is honestly, like, uh, he's, I mean, he's like a celebrity. Like, I, I I mean, there's really no arguments, but he's like an actual celebrity. Because, like, he's also had references, like, in My Little Pony. Well, they draw characters similar to him and his parents. And also you got reference in Sonic Boom, like what Dimitri said. So he's like, he's super well known. I bet you like, what they're going to do in this big Hollywood movie is they're going to make Christian an actual serial killer instead of like a rapist because that's more of a selling point. And he's going to go like killing people in the name of Sonic, you know? Well, maybe not Sonic. They'll, they'll create like a fake sort of character that's, you know, just enough, just enough, li- an XP. They'll make like an or- XP Sonic character that's like this cutesy cartoon character. And it's like the cutesy cartoon character is telling him, you know, what, what he's going to do. Tell kill him to everybody, kill- Christian, do it. You yeah, won't basically. get laid at all if you don't kill people. <laughs> Man, you guys should do your own pitch at this point. I mean, like, you have to think about it. Norman Bates was based off of um, Ed Gein, right? Who said that there would be something similar with Christian? Although there's a lot of similarities between Norman Bates and Christian. 
to yeah, be honest. Yeah, there is. There, there's a lot, and it's it's kind of scary, actually. <laughs> like a lot. I mean, people like to argue whether or not Norman Bates was transgendered, but I think that Norman Bates just wanted to be his mom. Like, I don't think it was like a trans thing. I think it was just like he wanted. I mean, he's based off of Ed Gein, who literally wore like a woman's suit to be mm-hmm. like his mom, to look like his mom. So it's it's. <laughs> It was there's a fetish. A, there's a lot of similarities. <laughs> yeah. It, like we were talking about degenerate not... fetishes earlier in the podcast. Like that's what it was. It was a fetish. It was a degenerate fetish. Mm. It wasn't like a like he really thought he was a woman. He was just so obsessed with his mother that you know that was the end result. You know, in like one of the interpretations, Norrin Bates becomes like a normie with a family and a wife. There's like a sequel that I, I I never saw it before, but I heard about it. I was watching someone talk about it on YouTube. I was like, huh, maybe, maybe there's hope for Christian. <laughs> I mean, maybe he could I, there, there, down. there could <laughs> have been hope at one point, but I think that, and this is another thing I kind of want to get into is that people have kind of been enabling him for years to continue oh, this absolutely. sort of behavior. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and all of them are responsible, you know, even even Null, who was kind of being his handler, was was contributing to it. Like despite him, you know, talking about how he tried to go out of his way whenever Chris would say something like completely delusional, that he'd always like try to pretend like that wasn't the case. But even that, you know, giving that that level of interaction with Chris kind of enabled it. You know, ma- managing Chris at all pretty much enabled it. Like Chris should have been Ooh. in a home. He yeah, I mean, been he should have been off home. the internet. That for sure. Like, get off that dang internet! I'm trying. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That is that is a that is a clip I've seen. <laughs> I remember yeah. there's a, there's I'm this artist I follow. I think I forget his name is. It's like Helen Fire, Helen Earth, or something. And he like drew them as the the typical anime <laughs> girls, Chris and his father. It was quite the trip. <laughs> and he's like this age dwell. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, he, I mean, seriously, you should have been on the internet because, I mean, Christian is like, I mean, like the, like the high, the highest extent of a narcissist that you can be. Because, like, even his, like, dream realm, whatever, it all, I'm sorry, it all surrounds him specifically. So it's all about him, him getting. Quickville, CWCville. Yeah, his his cartoon characters, they all live with him. Um, he is the main character of his own story. He thinks everything should be about him. He taught before like excuse me, before he got um even more crazy, he would like when there was like a, a quiet period, he would hang out with like furries in this Discord group or whatever, and they would just interact with him and roleplay with him and enable that. So it's just like I, I don't know. I feel like the best thing for Christian was to never be on the internet in the first place because just like with any other kind of crazy person you enable their craziness or not you just give them attention and don't give them the proper care they're gonna like they're just gonna double deeper into it yeah so i mean chris is 40 now chris is like (laughs) what what really yes yes oh my that makes everything so much (laughs) i mean they looked 40 but like i didn't (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, no, it puts in perspective. No, like, Chris Chan is fucked, like, for the rest of his life. There, <clears throat> There is no way around it. Like, he... Yeah, it's, it's just... He, he, uh... I mean, there's there's so many... Uh, that's what I'm telling you. You should probably just check out the, the documentary thing, because 
the life of Chris Chan is not a, like there's funny moments, but it is mostly just it's it's sad and depressing, and that's why that's why I don't get why people want to interact with all cows at all, especially people that like want to manipulate Chris Chan, like that want him to see him suffer. Like those people are psychopaths, like legit oh, psychopaths. Yeah. Like I kind of understand, like because Nolan made his whole like one of his biggest career choices was because Chris Chan existed, right? So he wanted to kind of help out Chris, right? Mm-hmm. but keep it going but like, basically yeah well to keep it going and also like he kind of has to thank chris a lot it's just kind of weird to think about but he has to thank chris for like why the quickie like the quickie farms that the kiwi farms exist and all that mm-hmm. so um, yeah i mean that that site started out just because christian right so mm-hmm. but like the kind of yeah. the kind of people that want to like hurt Going out of the way to hurt Chris Chan have definitely not helped him. Have definitely made it worse. His like psychi- his psychiatric state. The people that call him, manipulate him, and tell them like to do things for himself for their own entertainment. Those people are psychopaths. Fuck those people. You guys aren't any better than Chris Chan. You guys, you guys have harassed and tried to stalk and hurt a mentally in- a handicapped person who's down a psychotic, you know, destruction. And you guys made it worse, so go fuck yourselves. So you guys are not any better. Yeah, yeah, it's a very long and depressing story of Christian. It does have a couple funny moments, though. (laughs) It does. does. Like like I said, I avoid this, and I still get like a highlight reel every now and then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It just blows my mind when you realize just how long this has been going on. Because we're talking like... like 2002, I think, is when Christian first became a thing, right? Really? No, it was, a little, it was a little later than that, I think. Wasn't it like 2005, 2006? It was, I mean, it was still early internet. Like, it was still like, I mean, probably like 15 to 20 years that Chris Chan's been a thing. It's been a, it's been a it's, really long That's crazy time. to think that Chris Chan's entire online existence is like as old as me. He, well, he is the, well, I mean, people say he's the most well-documented man to ever exist. I mean, it's true. Like, he's like one of the people, like, people suspect that he um, was the first Let's player. He used to he used to do the old DSP trick where he would take like the camcorder and point it at the TV and record himself. No, 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 no. It wasn't though. What Gino Samuel said was he would use an actual. Oh, that's right. He used the actual card. capture card. That's yeah, right. he was smart I'm enough wrong. to get to know what a capture card was back in like two thousand four. Oh, so he was like the first one to actually start using capture cards. Mm-hmm. For, like, oh, okay, okay. That's kind of crazy to think about. Man, it all goes back to Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, everything the internet goes back to Christian if you really think about it. Yeah, like a he. I mean, he's like when I say he's a celebrity, I mean I I mean it. Like he's like a he's a celebrity. Like he's like that. He, everyone has heard of Christian. If you have, if you do YouTube internet stuff and you haven't heard of Christian, it's like how, how have you managed? Yeah. And then now you know who Christian is because he got number one trending on uh, Twitter for like two days. <laughs> and now yeah, the it's normies crazy. Are like even to... normies know. I'm looking back uh, now. Apparently, yeah. So 2004. I'm going back to see, looking at the timeline here to see, like when this all started. I think you were right about 2002. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, it was really. Uh, Chris Tram was like one of the first people to really utilize the internet. Like he made his own website in like 2002, I believe. I think people like knew how he, who he was because he would go on like, because like the internet used to be just like forums, and that's how he used to interact yeah. with people, going on really niche forums and talking with other people. And I think he was on like 
He was either on some kind of Sonic forum or something like along those lines, some kind of Nintendo forum, where he'd be like, look at my website. Yeah, he made a Bionicle website. (laughs) (laughs) Man, okay, I'm learning a lot today. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm not really much of a Christorian. Like, I, I paid attention when, like, crazy, hilarious stuff happened. But I didn't, like, super follow his life. I was just aware of him and, like, the crazy stuff he was doing. But, you know, like, like really, like, getting into, like, the internet side of things and doing shows and producing podcasts and all that stuff, I started to, like, dig a little deeper. I watched uh, the entirety of Geno Samuel's documentary at the time when I had him on my show. And that was, he was at mm-hmm. part 14, I believe, at the mm-hmm. time. Christ, and that was two. That was uh, 2019. He was at part 14, and yeah. I think now he's at like part 60. 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he has to take a six month break now because one because of other projects, and two, he's like, yeah, studying Chris Chan's life this intricately um, kind of messes with your head a bit. You know, yeah, imagine that will fuck you up a bit, like doing a case study on. I mean, not only does he have to do a case study of it, he has to edit his own videos. So whatever fucked up shit he's talking about or showing, he has to see it over and over and over again. So this poor man, braver, braver than the Marines, to be honest. For real, for real. And he lives in Japan with his cute girlfriend thing. God, like, I wish that was me. Ugh. No, they are right. living the life. They are super cute together. Like they'll v- upload videos of themselves dancing in their underwear, and like, I mean, it sounds kind of autistic, but no, they're they're so. No, cute that, I mean, you could, yeah, you could say that's cringe, but that's again, that's charming. In the it's same cute. Way. <laughs> they're cute together. Like, uh, man, <laughs> I want to go to Japan the... and get a cute Japanese waifu. <laughs> that's why I'm learning Japanese. I need my small. Asian this, is, girl. this is your uh, With five big glasses. <laughs> Yeah. I guess the secret is making a documentary in Christian. I need to find my own artist. To... It's it's funny that Chris could find a boyfriend-free girl for everyone but himself. <laughs> tragedy. It truly true, is liquid a tragedy. Liquid Chris. What you should look up Liquid Chris too. Oh, I have I've heard about Liquid Chris. It was the the one who pretended. I think I heard about him because of. I'm the real Chris. Chris He's so talented. I love him. He's my favorite like caricature of the Chris Chan series. He's he's like a guitar player and like a doctor or some shit, right? Yeah, something respectable. (laughs) And he met his wife through like making fun of Christian. Oh my god. Or or as he as Liquid Chris called him the fake Chris Chan, Ian Brandon Anderson. That's what he called it. <laughs> I would I would look into it just to like keep it on the background or like when you're doing stuff around the house because it's I mean it's pretty fascinating. Do you know Samuel comes off as a pretty like comes off as a pretty neutral good dude. He just he's into like making yeah. creative stuff in documentaries, not really into like the whole drama aspect of it. But then like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean sorry, it's very fact based and just like stating it as it is, not like really taking opinions or you know inserting his own mm-hmm. like perspectives into it it's yeah, just like, like actual strictly, documentary like this yeah. happened and then this happened but his uh his main focus in life is making music and uh marrying his cute waifu girl in japan so <laughs> living the dream absolutely living the dream so uh <laughs> should we end this podcast on a lighter note <laughs> that isn't christian <laughs> that more positive good. thoughts that would be yeah. good what was that? That uh, other thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, the freaking BBC. Oh god, <laughs> this was 
We know uh, we I love that Dimitri. You calm down right now. We love <laughs> giant robots here on the Anime Boomer podcast. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the BBC has no idea the difference between <laughs> the giant robots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just when you thought God. speed climbing was frightening enough, you now need to impress a transformer two at hashtag Tokyo twenty twenty. Please tell me this tweet was shamed and deleted. No. I think it got ratioed. It got ratioed to hell, but <laughs> I, I don't think it was deleted. It does look funny because it looks like the um, Gundam is staring at his ass, which, I mean, pretty base Gundam, I will say. <laughs> Unicorn <laughs> Gundam is just like, that ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, <laughs> the, it's funny because I don't pay attention to sports because I'm a weeby, right? I don't give a fuck. But like the only thing I see about like the like Olympics is people horny posting over the Olympians. Which... <laughs> there was there was a, a very thread. good why a thread. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're on my level. Yeah, <laughs> that's where the best entertainment is. <laughs> Him just posting like all like these women's asses and like the really hot guys flexing and stuff like that. It's like yeah, this is pretty nice. I think. One of my favorite like Twitter it is things peak is, human form. It's all natural. One of my favorite Twitter things is say, "When I die, please crush my ashes and place him in the woman's volleyball sand pit." <laughs> <laughs> that was a great. I tweeted that, I tweeted that one out. It's like if I if I die of the coof, please you know, please place my ashes <laughs> in the women's the women's sand pit. <laughs> <laughs> they were basically nothing so i was like I mean, I wow guess. that's me as, i was like that's me as fuck mm-hmm. i want to be in her butthole crack for forever please i want to be the little crumb that stays there well don't word it like money. that jesus what it's true <laughs> <laughs> oh now you I'm... made it weird okay okay man. i'm doing what you love poetic <laughs> he died as he lived being a yeah. massive fucking perv. Hey, hey, otter, otter, am I right? Oh no, 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 no. I hear those words. My fight or flight activates. Oh, right. It's like no, 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 no. no. <laughs> your fight or flight felt like your pee pee. That uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was like, I was uh. I was on Twitter today, and I was uh, writing my own fanfiction of fucking someone's dad before they blocked me. So, uh, what? That... <laughs> no, no, wait, what? <laughs> it was this, about to uh, bust out fucking... my Aaron impression again. What? <laughs> it was this fucking idiot because I was uh, ratioing this uh, porn star who does OnlyFans, right? Nice. Because I was making fun of Beta Inferno. I guess it was one of her friend knows. And then this simp comes along. And we were arguing about the definition of prostitution. And I was like, being a prostitute means doing sexual favors for money. He's like, no, it means you actually have to fuck him for money. And he no, was like, you can... <laughs> no, that was it. I was like, dude, see, she's a prostitute. Like, I don't an online prostitute. Which, I mean, I honestly, I mean, I don't really care if people do that. It's just like, you have to be honest what you do, right? And uh yeah, I mean, it's kind of in the same realm of how people dress like fetishes that was progressive. It's like, if you just, like, admit something is what it is, it's like, <laughs> it's I, I can tolerate I like it. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. But um, what happened was, because I kept posting the definition to be like, I'm right. Look, it's a Merriam-Webster because Merriam-Webster has never been biased or anything. 
So, uh, and then I just kept being like, I would rather talk about sucking off your dad. And he's like, <laughs> he kept posting the definition. Novel. He kept posting the definition. And I was like, okay, so it starts off with me and your dad making out for an hour. And then I just, it keeps getting more and more lewd because all they do is just call me, you're dumb, you smell, you're bad. And I just kept writing this fan fiction. And they finally blocked me when I said, and then I put your dad's dick in my mouth, eating up the rest of the pre cum that was left. Oh, God. And that, Thanks that, for the live reading. <laughs> and that's what caused them to block me. So that's how you fuck with people. You just keep talking about fucking their dads. And they eventually <laughs> give up. <laughs> I'll uh, keep that in mind. That's that's terrifying. Just <laughs> like oh, I don't want to fight with Spooky anymore. That's too it's much. Like I don't I don't want to play this game anymore. But I've got something funny <laughs> to show here. Um, apparently, they're trying to push the High Guardian Spice thing again. Oh, and, oh yeah, uh, I just saw they uh they announced or they. I assume Charlie. they canceled it. I thought they did too. Yeah. Apparently, they posted the official trailer. And uh, <laughs> this particular there's a lot is, of hidden replies. There's there's a lot of hidden replies. Let me see yeah. if I can find the uh, the actual. Yeah, here it is. Is coming soon to Crunchyroll. Isn't <laughs> this announced in like 2016, like four years ago? Yeah, yeah, it was. Appar- apparently, it's been done, but they were holding it back because of the backlash. But it's like it's not gonna go away. <laughs> At least that's the rumor I heard. Because um, I mean, you're not making a good quality product. You're selling like product. Oh, it's made by a woman, and that's the only thing you advertise, which is fucking stupid. Yeah, and I mean, it's not even just that. It's like if I want, if I'm gonna pay for your fucking anime service, I want money either to go to animes or if you have to fund something yourself, anime. Like get get a get a thing localized or you know get in, get money behind some anime or manga that's possible or some manga that's popular in the West. One of my favorite things, all like getting seeing people get ratio on Twitter, is whenever they're bitching about like sexualization of this cartoon character, right? And they're like, "Oh, it's written by a woman. Oh, an attractive lady with also big tits. Oh, okay, get fucked." Need her. Mm-hmm. Were you able to find it, Gator? I'm trying to find the ex- this specific tweet. Let me see. I think it's this Crunchyroll. This Crunchyroll. Oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. Okay, yeah. let me let me pull this up. Look at all these Bra- hidden replies. I'm scared what to scroll trash? down. Crash, scared- yeah, you, you There's no telling us in these replies. Yeah, you're just, I mean, you're just recording this now. That's true. I can, I can scroll down. It's like, what a waste Take of money. This is what you choose to waste your money on. Friendly reminder, I subscribe to you for anime made in Japan, not Western. Oh, wait, no. Wait, was that one hidden? Wait, these, that one was hidden? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, no. It's literally... Actors. Are they hiding any criticism? That's funny. Stop wasting money, make real anime. Stop wasting our subscription <laughs> money on this absolute filth. No parent company wants to keep you because you lack a good profit margin, yet you want to make some bullshit cartoon that literally everyone has hated and bashed since its inception. Fire everyone involved. Oof. <laughs> I don't think you guys understand that I pay for Crunchyroll for anime from Japan, not for you guys to fund your Cartoon Network knockoffs. Not only are you guys blatantly ripping from other anime, you still haven't addressed the abuse of your donations to fund this show instead of fixing your dog shit garbage website. (laughs) (laughs) No, they fund their big luxurious uh, office that they have. Have you seen their office? Yeah, it's like a fucking fun house. Yeah, it's like a hotel. 
Yeah, they can't even afford to pay their translators like decent funds. Not that they are not that their their work is worth decent funds, but like still. <laughs> I don't know, Dimitri. You're acting kind of sus right now. Oh god. Yeah, a bit of a sussy baka, you could say. So when are you gonna play your employees? Oof. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking crunch your all. Jesus Christ. You have money to make your own cartoon, but not fix your dog shit servers. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> your first mistake was paying for Crunchyroll. <laughs> so true. Yar Karg Philly D. Oh, Christina. Hey, Get Christina. Her, there's Christina. You should give your yeah. subscribers refunds if you're not going to put the money towards your translators. We're the guys who make good anime rather than vanity projects. That's so a fair. True. Yeah, it's a fair thing to say. Weeb fifty six with. Reddit act, humor. Yeah. You guys act mighty tough for a company that's under criminal investigation by the Japanese government for fraud thanks to this shit. Wait, really? <laughs> really? Is that true? I didn't hear about that. Is that new? I didn't hear about that, but I'm going to go look it up real quick. Yeah, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll criminal investigation here. I mean, it's not li- I was going to say doing it live, but uh, <laughs> it's not really live. Look how this many fucking uh what's it called emojis oh, they I, have. I think i think they might be referring to something i talked about before where it's like the the justice department is looking into um because sony owns crunchyroll and funimation now they're looking into if it's a monopoly to like ax them but, i mean it technically kind of is if you think about it. they monopolize on all these different like anime where it's like uh, them and high dive i think they're the only ones that are published yeah that's what that's yeah. what i'm saying because sony and sony owns now the two biggest and I, I, I think High Dive actually works with CR. I don't. I don't remember everything about High Dive. Oh wait, play the John Tron trip. Yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta play the, the John Tron here. Come on, get this one out. Come on. I love John Tron. He's got so many good reactions. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Oh no, that's a oh god, that's a animal fucker. Oh no, they got like the little Zeta Z on there. Oh no, one of those. Oh wait, wait maybe they're wait. wait I think they're a parody. I, I, actual. Okay, sorry. Yeah, gay trans. Yeah, that's that looks like a big comedy right there. Uh, super straight, super straight pride. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they so got a, me for a second. <laughs> so it's a parody. Okay, so it was a parody account. Yeah. It also had the Edward in bio, so I don't know if you're gonna. <laughs> that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't highlight the. Uh, that's why I've got the the screen turned off for right now because i was like i don't know what's in their profile so i'm just gonna <laughs> gonna see oh okay yeah. what a what a shit show is going on over there at, at crunchyroll like and this is this is another important point is that the entire like anime industry is becoming monopolized it's all being filtered through what sony wants and in the last episode with yellow flash we talked about how sony is getting increasingly censorship driven in their video game side of things now they have pretty much um, exclusive control over the sub and dub market in America, and we're starting to see them do that there. Starting to, they're starting to actually modify the subtitles now and insert yeah. things that weren't there before. And it's, it, it's it, the dark future is here today. Yeah, this is another thing I talked about in my localization video, but like with Sony specifically, it, it, it's a tale that continue many such cases of this lately their their hq moved to california and ever since then um it's pretty much been downhill to you know californian standards if you will yuck you should uh look up their big luxurious uh office though 
See how much they paid for that. that, that is oh like, yeah, they spent a lot of money no. on that stupid office, and they and they like they don't pay their employees worth a shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, I remember they they ended up deleting those tweets specifically because everyone was pointing out like the because obviously we we know somewhat the numbers that the translators are getting, and they're like, how can you like pay them this when you're like. Again, getting a fun house. Yeah, look at this shit. <laughs> it looks yeah, like a convention center. <laughs> it looks like so what a uh, Nickelodeon would like put in their yeah. background as like what the characters would walk through, what they think an actual theater looks like. Here's another picture here of like just the the crazy stuff that they just put in the this this space here. It's nuts. The, I think they they're spe- worth like a billion dollars. Like, I, I'm not even kidding. I think, I mean, I, I don't know if it's like a billion, but I think it's like worth $500 million, Crunchyroll. Because they're like the only ones that are really like a huge streaming service for anime specifically. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, there's like specialty ones, but I think a lot of those are in like Japan. Mm-hmm. Yarg, harg, fiddly dee's, would I say. Or buy I the don't... Blu-rays. Yeah, buy the Blu-rays from the uh, the official releases from, from Japan. Mm-hmm. Don't don't give don't give Crunchyroll any of your money because they spend it on bullshit like this. Look at how de- look at how depressed the uh, the people in this photo look. They were just like, okay, wage I slaves. I mean, they're Crunchyroll employees. Yeah. <laughs> wage slaves stand in the picture and look excited to be here, and they're just like, but if uh, an extra fifty cents, we'll throw we'll throw a nickel your way and you'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. It literally looks like a fucking studio. Like I. <laughs> that's how intricate it is it doesn't even look like an office building i mean like like to me like this looks really nice i like it but that's like but that's ridiculous that it looks so fucking nice like it looks like a fun place mm-hmm. it's all like right. a weeb paradise but the problem is that they spent all of that money to make it look like a weeb paradise when they could have been paying their employees for their work <laughs> Exactly. It's like Crunchyroll didn't even have a fucking HTML player to, I think, this year or like the middle of last year because Flash was dying and they literally needed to. It's like you couldn't put money towards that. Like you're busy with this for the past like five years. Yeah, it's completely Mm -hmm. insane. And and, and that's why all those replies were being hidden because they were they were the truth. It's like, hey, why don't you fix your buggy ass website instead of spending money on High Guardian Spice that no one is going to watch. No one wants to pay for it's all just like a narcissistic ego thing from the person that made it. Well, it's like even like the advertising for it was like, we're women. We made stuff and we are vagina havers. Guys, come on. Buy our product. Because that was like very 2016. It was very like post Gamergate era of like, we're going to praise women for existing and having vaginas. And we need to like promote this. And now four years later, we're kind of past that as a society, if you will. Where you don't really care about that, and now they're still trying to promote this like Steam Universe looking ass bullshit for anime watchers. And anime people don't are not really into Steven Universe. Like that's more yeah, Tumblr we're back people. To, we're back to we're back yeah. to Gamergate with uh, you know ruthlessly making fun of women on the internet again. It's a, it's like a renaissance of, of bullying women. Gamergate season ten, baby. Let's go. <laughs> that's right. It's it's more <laughs> it's more gamey and more and more gator. <laughs> By the way, when are we going to get our spaceship funds? Because uh, we're currently in an office, so we also need our country roll money so we can go That's up true. in space. That's right. <laughs> we're we're going to take all of the money that we make from the Anime Boomer podcast, 
and we're going to build a massive rocket ship and we're going <laughs> to launch that sucker into outer space. And we're going to hunt down. We're going to hunt down Tom from Toonami and we're going to force feed him nothing but red pills until the end of time. We're coming yeah. for you, Tom. Yep. <clears throat> so if you guys happen to catch the premiere, I don't know, Game, uh, Gator's been working on his patron. If you guys feel like donating so we can have a fancy new set, that'd be greatly appreciated. Woo-woo. Yep, and that's that- one of the next things I'm going to be working on, is I'm going to readjust the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash thegatorgamer. I'm going to I'm gonna add new tiers and change up the tiers that exist. Uh, one of the things I'm thinking about is allowing people that are member, either members on YouTube or patrons on Patreon to watch the recording of the episode live, kind of like how Dick Masterson does it with his show, where mm-hmm. whenever he records, people that are in, like, the Discord, like the Patreon Discord, can, like, hop in and listen, or they can listen in on, like, YouTube and Patreon or, or something along those lines. And so you kind of get to see the episode before I go through and edit out, like, you know, things here and there, the pauses or, you know... The, the sniffles and the coughs and things of that nature. So you get all that stuff live. So that's one of the tiers I'm thinking about, as well as producing bonus content. I think one of the things that Spooky suggested in a previous episode, I, I don't know if I, I may have edited that out. It may have been after we finished recording one of the episodes, was a watch through of all of the parts of anime of AMV Hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a drunk, like a drunk watch through of that, yes. Bonus content like that. You know like about that, that Dimitri? Right? AMV Hill? Uh, I can't recall, but maybe if I saw something. How into like, the uh, convention scene were you? Uh, me, particularly. I actually only have gone to, like, four conventions. And, like, a lot of the conventions weren't even, like, super anime-focused. Like, I used to go to MAGFest a lot. MAGFest is where I met, like, JonTron, ProJared. <laughs> I, met, I met Lyle McDouchebag in an elevator when he was just fucking plastered. It was funny. Um, <laughs> which is, like, the most, like, Lyle story you can think of, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I want to go to cons more. I just could not afford it for, like, a large portion of my life. So, Yeah, they were... It, that really reminds me just how freaking expensive they were even back then. Um, Cause I remember I would save up, for, I would save up like doing all sorts of, all sorts of, uh, you know, trying to save up as much money your as butthole I... in the street. I get you. Well, well, I never did that. <laughs> just how much money it took to like get to those fucking conventions. Cause some of them were like the three day pass was like 60, $70. Which, like, that doesn't understand. sound like a lot now. They're like, oh, you know, six Like, when you're a kid, that is a lot. When of you're money. a kid, that's a lot of damn money. That's like, now, like, I mean, it's not only that. You gotta play for plane tickets, which are, like, they're really expensive nowadays, too. Especially post-corona. And then, uh, mm-hmm. uh hotel tickets. Um, it's just, and then having to pay for your own food. And then if you want to cosplay or buy garbage. The garbage in the vendor hall. Like, you gotta... Because, like, if you go to, like, Anime Expo, which is, like, what me and Demetri were actually planning on going to um, last year before, you know, the pandemic happened. Um, we, I mean, we were, like, saving up at least two grand to go yeah. to L.A., so. Yeah, I remember last time I went, I spent, like, just 500 on, like, merch and shit. And, like, it's L.A., so the, mon- the food's not exactly cheap either. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Plus paying ticket, plus Airbnbs or hotels, like, it's, ugh. It's crazy. It's crazy how much money you can spend just going to just going to one convention. Now imagine yeah. 
some of these people, they go to like five, six, or seven conventions in a year. That's crazy to me. I, I couldn't do that. Like, I haven't been to an anime convention. I don't even remember the last time, but it's been at at bare minimum 10 years. Actually, bare me, me uh, you, Gator, and Flan were actually planning to go at Anime Matsuri 2020. I'm kind of glad. locked it down. Actually, I'm kind of glad that kind of like, <laughs> kind of collapsed on itself. <laughs> on the only case, because Anime Matsuri, which is the second big, biggest convention in the in the um, United States, and Anime Expo, which is the biggest convention in the United States, were a week apart from each other. Yeah, and I would have been funny. fucking dead at the end of it. <laughs> Absolutely dead. Oh, so that's the so you went to Anime Expo. I yeah. was. Oh, Dimitri did. I was planning on going to it. Oh, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been that would have been pretty rough for you to like turn around from Anime Matsuri and just immediately jet set over to Anime Expo. Yes, <laughs> only in like a few days because I like I had stayed up like two weeks on my uh, my the job I was working at the time to take those weeks off, or those days off, right? And then I was planning on calling in the following day so I could just recuperate, right? So I had I had stayed up for like like half a year of uh, vacation time. And, um, yeah, then it just ended up shooting itself. And then I eventually took a, a ton of vacations when the pandemic was happening. We were working like 60 hours because I was working in retail. No, that sucks. Retail sucks. Retail sucks. Retail... I, I know. <laughs> Especially, like, pandemic retail. Oh, my God. Fuck that. Yeah, it sounds like a bad combination. Anyway, is there anything else we need to discuss before we head off to the outer space and we adopt Drop Dimitri off in Texas. Drop Dimitri off on the planet of women Space from Vrind Red. Let's go. Covered in elf pussy. <laughs> I can guess hear that. That's dream. my cat crying. No, you fucking bunch of fucking weebs. Well, yeah, that's why you're listening. You're listening to a bunch of weebs do weeb shit and say weeb things for your entertainment. That's that's why you're here. That's why you that's why you listen to us. And we, oh, my cat's we bitching at me. Good content. My cat's is bitching at me specifically because I haven't fed her just yet, so I need to go feed my cat. Dimitri Monroe, thank you for joining us as our guest today. Go ahead and promote what you do, what you talk about. All right, well, thanks. It's been fun. I always enjoy podcasts with Spooky. Uh, like I said, you can find me on, at Dimitri Monroe on YouTube where I you know, make analysis videos. I, I talk about localization uh, quite a bit, which is something we talked about today. Uh, and then I also just ship posts on Twitter, and then sometimes I stream on YouTube as well. So uh, feel free, just look up Dimitri Monroe in any of those places. That's where I am. But yeah, uh, thanks for having me. I had a really good time. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. It's always fun to have uh, new people that I really haven't interacted with all of that much on the show. Spooky has a Rolodex mm-hmm. of like a lot of like weeb Twitter. So we're trying to yeah. kind of like rotate, <laughs> rotate as many different people in and out as we possibly can. I mean, people that we you know want to bring on the show. I don't think uh, Mother's Basement yeah, will course. be here anytime soon. I would love yeah. it if he was on. I would love oh, to look right. at him in his stupid fucking <laughs> fat face and go, ha, 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 you fucking loser. Ha, ha, you, your wife does porn. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, two, two, two things about Mother's Basement, actually. What uh, it used the YouTube wiki that me and Spooky were talking about. I don't remember if it was in the podcast or before where it lists us as dating. Um, it also used to say me and Mother's basement were like best friends or something, which just felt like a shit post. 
And two, going back to what you just said about his wife, did you see how he was posting like photography and he's like, oh yeah, I'm learning all this like photo cinematography thing to take better pictures for uh, taking better pictures of my wife, which, you know, she does porn. (laughs) And she's a female too. On top of that, she's also a cloud chaser. Like she's like a a ten a ten guy guy no gal a ten gal kind of girl who's like a moth thing. So many attention seeking e girls jumped into that. Yeah, and they're boring. So yeah, no, because because <laughs> they're still just attention seeking e girls beyond having a, a cute PNG. Instead of showing my actual titties, I'm showing my non-existent. Good to make girl cheekies. Like, I think I th- the one that bothers me the most is honestly Giggit's, Giggit's girlfriend thing. She's fucking annoying. I hate her. Because, like, not only is she, like... I mean, she's a bitch, too. Because she, like, made a whole shit fist when everyone was making fun of her ring size. Because Giggit bought her a really, uh, really tiny ass. Uh. And so people were making fun of her ring size. And she, like, had a shit fit over it. But, uh, also, like... I mean, she openly brags and talks about watching cuck porn, That's which is, which is so weird to me. Like, if if I had it was dating someone, they were talking about wanting to get blocked while dating That's me. That's a red flag. I, I would break up with them immediately. I like that was like that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I like to giga. Your wife fantasizes about cheating on you. Why are you okay with that? What the well, fuck? There's a very there's a very easy reason to say why he might be. Oh, because he's a uh, bad machine. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Beta. You know? <clears throat> you can give all these YouTubers you can give all these YouTubers millions of dollars and they'll still be betas at the end of the day. There, there's there's like a weird concentration of like YouTubers or this YouTube men that are just like complete fucking cucks. Like unironically, I mean I dubs we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. where like his wife posted nudes on his wedding day, I believe, or something. Oh yeah, when they Isn't got eloped. Yeah. yeah. And I think he helped take the photos for her too. Yeah. Which is weird. I he's just a beaten can't and even imagine. man. I know, dude. I mean, like, uh, I mean, before we go out, I would just say it like this. Like, the whole Idub's, like, saying, like, I don't care if people jerk off to my wife. Like, you know. Like, you can tell that he's very insecure about it. Because it wasn't, like, a funny parody video or anything that he normally does where he, like, makes fun of people. It was him mm-hmm. bitching for, like, 20 yeah. minutes straight that people were making fun of him. And he's like, you know, I don't actually care. Well, it's like, if you didn't actually care, you would make a whole, like, thing about it and you make a parody. Or you'd keep your fucking mouth shut. But obviously, it disturbed yeah. you enough that your wife's a whore and she spreads her butthole. <laughs> that you made people, that you bitched about it for 20 minutes straight on your channel. And you're clearly, yeah. it wasn't funny. It, it was very you being insecure about it. And just, I don't know, man. Beta. I'd believe it. If iDubs only made that one picture post he did where he, like, made, like, a fake angry face at the camera and was, like, a fake rant. Like, yeah. if he just did that, I believe he, like, genuinely didn't care, even if I, like, think it's kind of gross to be in that situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the video thing comes off as insecure. Mm-hmm. It's a cope? It is. The, the, the great, the greatest cope of all. All right, and I think that's a great place to go ahead and wrap <laughs> up this, wrap up this episode. Positive Thank- note. <laughs> On a positive note, making fun of I yeah. and his wife. It is pretty positive. <laughs> it, it it's very positive. It's very positive. Me, me and Kyle, we're we're positive. We're very positive. We're HIV yeah. positive. Fucking Carmen. Fucking Carmen. Alright, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. I want to thank Dimitri Monroe for joining us. Spooky Weeb Trash for co-hosting. You can find her content. YouTube.com slash spooky weeb trash. Or you can find her 
bestest of friend, mm-hmm. bestest, her bestie on Twitter, twitter.com slash spooky web trash. Not weep trash, spooky web trash. Got to make that, yes. got to make that clear. It is spooky's yeah. bestie. Spooky's just best ignore friend. the fact that she acts and sounds and looks just like me. Because my actual That's best just... friend is Dimitri Monroe. So true. I was going to say that just shows how close you two are. You and this spooky It's almost house. incestual how close we are. <laughs> <It's> almost... <laughs> okay, we don't need to be jailing, you know, sending any more people from the internet to jail today, okay? <laughs> if you anyway. like this episode, if you like this episode, definitely subscribe on YouTube and on anchor.fm slash anime boomers. You can also go to animeboomers.live to go directly to the podcast feed. And also, GatorTime.live will send you directly to YouTube.com slash TheGatorGamer. Eventually, I know I've said this like two episodes in a row, but eventually there's going to be a website there where you'll be able to find old past episodes of Gator Time and the Anime Boomer podcast with show notes and links and everything that, you know, you can kind of peruse and see some of the stories and the things that we've talked about. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time.